Hello. You are listening. You're a listener. And that's your job. I am Richard. And this is the Garen Podcast Project, I think. I'm pretty sure I'm going to settle on that. Uh, because uh, I can't think of anything more true <laughs> than that title. Um, what is this project podcast going to be podcast project going to be about? Uh, it's going to be about just things that I have in mind. I have, I have a, I have a structure for this one, for this one. Yes. Because I had a little project before and it wasn't exactly how I wanted it. I listen. Okay, so I haven't listened to it again. Like, why would I do that? But I remember it being very forced and unnatural for me. I remember putting on a face and also pretending to be other podcasters. And I decided with this one, after after taking some time away from making my own podcast, I've I've I was. In the meantime, listening to other podcasts and also just trying to grow up and be my own person. Um, after all that, I've decided to come back and try this one more time. Yep, this is the last time I'm trying this. Because if it doesn't work, then... Oh well, you know, like life goes on. I have no regrets for the last one, last podcast. I will have no regrets for this podcast if it doesn't work out. But I do have some structure. So what is this podcast going to be about? Um, it's going to be a lot of it is tentative. But you'll see in one of my segments that uh, sometimes when it's planned, it's it'll it'll get messed up. So here here are my here are my segments. This podcast is going to have one, two, three, four, four segments so far. Um, the first one is my epiphanies. Second one is let's talk social. Third one is top five discover songs based off the discover weekly playlists that you get on Spotify. And the fourth one is song of the week. And I will explain them as I go on. So, Let's just begin, I guess. So this one is called My Epiphanies. And um, you know how like during the week you realize something and you go, oh, wow, this is connected to that. Well, that's kind of what I do a lot during the week. And I notice them a little bit more often than I like. But because of that, I decided to make that into a segment because every week I'm always learning something new about myself or what I already know. And... I don't know. It's just nice. So, <clears throat> what is this one? This week's epiphany is about planning things. Uh, planning is movable. And what do I mean by that? It means you can be free-spirited because you made a plan. So, this is coming out of me just not planning anything because plans are dumb and why would you want to live a 
structured life where you're just stuck in one spot in life. Okay, that sounds a little dramatic, but why why would you want to live a life where every day is the same and you wake up, you get your coffee, and then you get ready for work, then you go to work, then you come home. Like, it sounds so boring, right? But <clears throat> the planning I'm talking about is more like planning uh, goals, which I had a bad view of planning. It is a good thing. It is great when you do it appropriately. So I never planned out um, any of the projects I had in mind. I was always just like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this. But I never sat down and gave myself a date to say, okay, Richard, you are going to do this today. Um, you're going to write down your projects. You're going to, in each project, write down how you're going to accomplish them, what you think you should do to accomplish them, and then set a start and end date for when you do them. And this sounds like, oh my God, Richard is being, he's being his own parent. <laughs> What a weirdo, but um, realistically, I mean, this is stuff that people already know. Like, if you're a normal person and you have, like, a mind that just happens to have, like, a loving and warm relationship with your family <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and your brain isn't messed up with insecurities and things like that, you already know that if you're healthy about your planning or healthy about your spontaneity, 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 um, you shouldn't have any problems with, with any of those things. But because of me being me, this is my life, this is my situation, my podcast, uh, I have a hard time with that stuff. And I'm realizing that my view of planning is skewed. So, um, the epiphany is that even though I have plans, I know that when those plans get wrecked by something else, I can get back on my feet real quick and just make a new plan. Because I've, for the last like five years of my life, I'll say that arbitrarily, but it feels like that. Um, I have... I have lived a life of just doing whatever I want, whenever I want. You know, obviously I'd go to work and I would do my job. But after work, on my days off, I would just have no plans... I'd wait for someone to tell me, hey, Richard, I'm doing this. You want to come with me? And then I go, oh, yes, I had nothing planned. Let's do that. Or no one would text me or call me, and I would just get out of my apartment and drive across town, go downtown or wherever, and just do whatever I wanted alone, especially during the uh, those pandemic lockdown years. Uh, 
I was actually working throughout the lockdown. Um, and uh, so a lot of it wasn't really different for me. I mean, everyone was getting sick. I noticed that. Um, I got sick. I got my vaccine. I'm vaccinated, period. And I... But but I didn't have the experience of staying at home. But that doesn't have anything to do with my epiphany. It just has more to do with my backstory. Moving on. Um, so... Why did I start talking about that? Right. I would go across town and just do whatever I wanted. And it wasn't it wasn't weird to me because I was still around people at work and although we had our masks on masks on, it wasn't any different than um what I was used to doing, I guess. I don't know. I I mean I never I never stayed at home to for work. I never had stay at home work. I never had um the only time I stayed home was when I was sick. And even then I wasn't sick throughout the pandemic. Throughout the lockdown I should say. I keep getting it mixed up. I like put them two and two together. Like not two and two. I like use them synonymously but one they overlap at some point but then one ends before the other uh so during the lockdown i was i was pretty much like still actively going to places and not really being worried about my uh getting sick because i've i'll i'll have my mask on you know wherever i go it's not that big of a deal okay because of just having that life of like not not really being restrained, even though everyone else was, I. Cont- that just compounded the idea that planning is bad, you know. Never plan for things because you know who knows what's gonna happen, and even if you do plan things, why would you want to live your life like that? So now my thinking is planning's okay. I can plan things, and even if even if they don't work out, I can always find a new plan. I can always make a new one. I'm always excited for something new to happen anyway. One example is that um, this week, um, I'm recording this Friday night, but Thursday I was coming home from work and I was like, okay, let's put, let's make some plans. And one idea that I had was to start my laundry because I was working out of town for a few nights and I was like, let me do my laundry. I'll do my laundry first. And then while that's going, I will uh, tidy up my room, read a book or whatever. And then I'll go and do some DoorDash. And by the time I start DoorDash, I am able to switch my washer clothes into my dryer and then start that, head out for DoorDash, and then all is well for a Thursday night. But what ended up happening was that someone else was using the washer and dryer, and they had, I think, three loads of laundry to do. Um, and actually, I think what happened was they had the first load in, and then they went to dry it, and then they put the second load in, and the first load wasn't dried, so when the second load was finished, it had to wait until the first load was 
dried and then they had already started their third load and so it began like this weird process of like waiting for the first load to dry so that the second one can go in and then waiting for the second one to finish even though the third one was finished around the same time when the first load was done anyway so that took up a lot of the time and by the time the washer and dryer were free i was already like i think what did i do my sister was was um uh, in my room and she was um I told her she can she can use my room while I was out of town. She was still sleeping. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to bother her. So then what I did instead was I made some food because I was hungry. And then after the food, I was like, I'll just go and do DoorDash. Skip skip all the other stuff and just go do Door do DoorDash. So then um, I ate my food, and by the time I finished, the laundry was done. Whoever was doing their laundry, that was done already. And um, I was able to start my laundry, and then my sister woke up, and I was like, oh, you know what? How about you come with me and do this DoorDash situation with me, and then we can hang out and talk. And so, you know, I made plans. Didn't work out, but I made new plans on the spot, and it was great. I, I like I mean either one was 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 good for me. Um and the point about all this really is because every every weekend I have like something happen like it's like it's either something happens or nothing happens. And I and I didn't plan any of it, you know. And I think that, you know, it would be it's like an exciting life to do that where you just wake up and you don't know what's gonna happen but you know, you're ready for it. But now it's like every monday you know my coworkers don't really care but they'll ask you know just to make conversation you know how what how was your weekend what did you do you know and i would explain what i did and they go oh you had a busy weekend i'm like yeah but i mean some part of it's missing and i think the part that was missing was the satisfaction of accomplishing something and so that's kind of what planning helps me feel helps me feel like i accomplished something so like this weekend already I wanted to do DoorDash, and that's something I accomplished. I wanted to start this podcast, and I'm accomplishing it right now. Is it going to be ready? I don't know. But maybe it'll be ready Monday. Maybe I'll record Friday and edit it Saturday at some point. I don't know. All right, this next segment is called Let's Talk Social. And what is that? It is about me sharing with you about my experiences, engaging with other people, talking to them, blah, blah, blah. By nature, I'm not a social butterfly because you have you have wallflowers and you have social butterflies. I was a caterpillar that was on a wallflower and that wallflower let me hang out with them until i turned into a butterfly so then i turned into a social butterfly think um people who know me maybe they're shocked maybe not i don't know i'm not i'm not excitable like i'm not a very like um <laughs> energetic person as you can tell from this uh recording but i am uh, i am thoughtful i have ideas but i don't really know how to articulate them that well um 
but I have to keep like anchoring myself down. Anyway, okay. So what what is what is let's talk social about? It's just about me sharing tools of uh, social engagement. Um, and the tool I'm gonna use or share that I've learned to be very useful is actually a two part. It's like nun nun nunchucks, or whatever weapon or tool that you would use that is reliant on two parts working together. It's small talk with reading the room. So small talk. Everybody tells me I hate small talk. I just want to get into. I just want to get everybody. No, (laughs) I'm not asking everyone what they think about small talk. I'm not asking anybody about any of their opinions, but most of the time when you bring up small talk, people hate it. They cringe at it. They're like, "Ugh, it's the worst. Like, how's the weather? Who cares? Right. But small talk helps you to gauge the other person. And that's where reading the room comes in. Because when you ask someone, Hey, how are you doing? And you really look at them. Reading the room means really like paying attention to the person's I want to say body language, but that's become like a very like broad term. Um, So I want to say when you ask someone how they're doing, just see the expression on their face. Does it change? And if it changes, what does that change kind of make you feel? You know, that's kind of like empathy. You know, you look at them. Their, if, does their mood go down? Does it go up? You know, do their eyes widen and they're smiling and they're like, oh man, my week's been great, you know? And if they do that, you can be like, oh, what'd you do? And sometimes they'll just throw it at you. My week's, my week's been great. I did this and I did that and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes people will say, that was good. And that's kind of the majority of what happens. So then what do you do after that? You know, when you ask, oh, how's your week? Oh, I'm good. They put up. It's like it's like there's a little partition between you and and the other person now. It's like, can I ask you <laughs> how your week is? That's kind of how I was going about things like that. But then it's like, then it goes. Oh, that's good. I did this. So then you throw it back to you, right? It's it's a game of like passing the ball. You throw the ball at them. They pass it back to you. Kind of weak, but you still got the ball back, right? Um. So now it's time for you to. Pass the ball back with some something different. Oh, I did this, you know, this week. And my week was good because I did this. Or my week wasn't so great because this happened, but it's okay, right? Don't go into the deep stuff because it is small talk. It is superficial. Just share a little bit of information and keep it light. Keep it light. So don't be like, you know, uh... <laughs> I I did this to someone just because I I'm an awful person, but someone asked me how's your week and I'm like and I said oh it was it was all right I mean I went to my grandma's funeral on Saturday but that's it and they were they were oh they were they were sad for me and I was just like I it's okay I'm not close with my grandma it's basically going to a stranger's funeral it is sad but I'm not. You know, I I didn't really have anything close with her. So I had to explain that. But now it's like, you know, with that person not knowing who I really am and with you listeners who really don't know who I am, now you're thinking something along the lines of, is this guy a psychopath? 
Maybe not a psychopath. Is he crazy? Is he odd? Um, a little. I'm not crazy, although I might think I am. Am I odd? Yes, yes, that's for sure. But um, I feel like I could help society in some way. Well, I know one way I can't, but that's my personal life, and I choose not to share with it, and that's because I'm kind of an introvert. Okay, so moving on, um, small talk. Passing the ball, right? Reading the room. Um, what if you go, you'll go, um, oh, my week was good. I got a lot of chores done. And the person just looks at you. In their mind, they're going, oh, okay, that's interesting. But outside, they're like, okay, and? Right? You get that feeling. So what you can do then since they obviously didn't pick up the ball you just pick the ball up and go oh do you have any chores that you hate doing or that you love doing you know try to figure out where it's going on and i kind of you kind of need to gauge when to stop passing the ball you know because at some point you're just at that point you're throwing your ball you're throwing the ball at the wall and you know it's no longer you and them having a conversation. It's just you talking at them. And they are not enjoying it. You're not enjoying it. So the best thing to do is just walk, is not really walk away, but just, you know. So, um, do you have any chores that you love or hate? And they are still kind of like, eh, nah, yeah. Then you go, oh, okay. I'm going to go over here and talk to somebody else um, because I feel like I'm bothering you. Right. And then one or two things could happen. One thing is they'll say nothing and you're free to go. Right. They might have some inner turmoil. They might not. Who knows? They'll never tell you. Or the other thing might happen where they'll, they'll go, hey, wait, I was actually enjoying our conversation. Sorry. I was just I don't really know how to talk kind of thing. Right. That's kind of where I was at. And then you go, oh, okay, you know, so then you can dive into that kind of conversation. It's okay, I just, you know, it's kind of hard to, what well, what do you like talking about, right? So then, you know, you just kind of, all this is just like, it's just hypothetical. Using it in person is another thing. Practicing it beforehand is a good thing, but don't expect it to go the way you want it to go. Everyone is human. Everyone's going to have a way of just dealing with other people and it's your responsibility as someone who's trying to become a social person, a social person, a social butterfly, whatever you want to call yourself, a freaking earworm. I don't know. It's your responsibility to respect the other person's decision, decision to talk to you or not. And it is your responsibility to get yourself out of a conversation that you don't feel comfortable in anymore or you don't find any value in anymore. And the best way to get out of it is to be respectful and say, I have to, I want to go. It doesn't seem like we're getting anywhere and blah, 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 blah. However way you want to end it. I usually am just like, okay, well, I got to go over here. You know, I'm not, I'm not very tactful, I, but, um, I try to be. So that's, that's, let's talk social and let's stop talking social and get into our next segment called top five discover songs. 
Alright, top five discover songs. How is this gonna work? It's not gonna be like the last two segments where I'm just gonna go off script or I didn't really have a script, but just go off my brain and uh, just say whatever and then, you know, this one, I'm just gonna read descriptions because I already have it typed out. Um, how it's outlined is title, band name, title name, band name, genre, it sounds like, and what it's about, what the song's about. So let's get into the top five. Uh, in no particular order, we have Lagoon by Horsey. The genre is rock. Sounds like Sweet Talk by Deer and the Headlights mixed with Naive by the Kooks. It's raggedy, jazzy, poised, and chaotic. It's about being nervous about a love interest and then becoming hopeful and almost dreamer-like for a future together. Next one is Sun in an Empty Room by The Weaker Thans. The genre is alternative indie, sounds like Death Cab's brother. If you know what Death Cab is, Death Cab for Cutie. If you played title and registration by Death Cab for Cutie and then Sun in an Empty Room, you'll get it. Without reading too much into it, because I couldn't find anything about the actual meaning. It's about moving out of a place of living, a house, apartment, someone's sublet, and the memories made within that place. Get Lost by Queen of Jeans, genre alternative indie. Sounds like Phoebe Bridger's motion sickness. It's about moving on from a relationship, not a friendship, moving on from a relationship that was doomed to fail despite the real emotions of love. And after moving on, planning to grow up and become a better person than the one you were at the beginning of the relationship. Next is Puppy Dog by Post Animal. Genre is progress- progressive pop. This one's tough. It was tough for me to describe what it sounds like, but it sounds like a more sophisticated version of Warm Animal by Shore Shore. That is like, sure, of course, not the ocean shore. It's about fighting for attention. It sounds like having, it sounds like wanting to have the other want you, the other person want you, and fighting the urge to be clingy to that person. And the last one is Impressions by Wild Painting. The genre is indie rock. Sounds like Willow Smith in a foxing song. Foxing is a band. Look it up. It's about reaching a limit with someone and realizing that you lost any ounce of care for them. So that's my top five Discover Weekly songs. This last segment is called Song of the Week. If you don't get it by now, I love music. I really enjoy listening to music. Um, I have a routine now where every Monday, because Discover Weekly updates, I listen to that whole playlist, and um, I like the songs that I like, and I don't like the ones that I don't like. Uh, I created... I have a project going on on my Spotify. It is a project regarding my 25th year of living, and... Every month is a new episode. 25 is being 25 years old is being uh reworked as season 25. Right now I'm in episode 9 and every song that I listen to that has some sort of um relevance 
towards my not reverence but but revelance it's relevant ooh relevance there we go that's the word any song that's relevant to my life around that time my that that period of time in that month related to my life i add it onto that episode i'm on episode 9 and this episode is apparently about realizing that people aren't going to stay people aren't going to be the same and that i want them to stay but i'm ready for them to go that's kind of what it feels like this month um but anyway so this segment song of the week is about the song that describes my week this week um and that song is lies greed misery by lincoln park all capitalized except for lincoln park it's not just because this is my childhood favorite band it's just that the lyrics are very relative to what i've been dealing with in my personal life of course that's what song of the week is about why did i type that i don't know although i'm not sold on their iconic angsty vocals because it's like you know it's it sounds cheesy the 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 way the the guy sings what's funny is i don't know the name of a lot of artists especially like popular ones you could tell me john mayer and i'd be like who's that (laughs) okay i know who john mayer is um although let's see although i'm not sold on those vocals the the line i would rather live and let be but you came the lines i guess the lines i would rather live and let be but you came with the right kind of threat to push me to let you know you can't intimidate me it just rings it just rings true for me i actually forgot to finish that sentence but that line it just that those those lines they just like that's what made me really like cling on to this song because although I don't agree with seeing people suffer for their mistakes, I do agree with the aggressive feeling of showing the power that an introverted person has. You know, although I'm not as boisterous as someone else, that doesn't mean I'm weak. And I could be dramatic and be like, I've been paying attention to you, but really I don't care about you enough to even pay attention to you that much. But I do take note of certain behaviors and mannerisms that make me realize you're going to burn out pretty soon. And because of that, I know how to either pick you up or discourage you. And I'd rather pick you up than discourage you. Again, I don't like seeing people suffer. I don't, I don't, I'm not happy when, when someone who is difficult with me, um, ends up in a bad place. You know, I'm not, that's not the kind of person I am, but I am also not the type of person to shrink back when someone is being aggressive towards me. I'll question you and I'll ask you, why are you even doing this? What's the goal of all this? And what's great is that when I don't see that we're not going to come to a conclusion, I'll end the conversation. I'm not here to bicker. I'm not here to go back and forth. I know when I'm right and I don't need to win a fight with you to get that feeling. So that's the end of that segment. And now we close. 
thank you for listening. I don't know what you're doing or what you've been doing. Um, you could be doing your chores. You could be doing your chores <laughs> instead of listening to me. Or you could be doing your, your chores while you're listening to me. You could be driving, being on a, a long drive, and you're listening. And, and I appreciate that you spent the time doing this. Um, maybe I'll change the name of some of these segments. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm not sure, but we'll see what happens. Uh, everything's tentative and everything's planned. We'll just see what works out in the end. Thanks for tuning in.